So you're very welcome to episode 30 of A Home of Brasley. And this week, I'm actually really excited to talk to my guest this week because I'm talking to Helen O'Keefe of Optimira.ie, which is a newly established online estate agency. It seems to me to be a type of a hybrid model and Helen can tell us exactly what it is in due course. But I'm particularly interested to talk to Helen because when I was selling property as an active selling agent, I often thought if I was to design the property selling system right now, would I design it like this? The way it is, or the original formal version where you appoint an estate agent and they come out to your house and they value the property, et cetera, et cetera, and they take a percentage of the property sale. Is that how I design the whole thing or not? And I thought, probably not. There's probably a few ways to skip and save time and add a bit more information into the whole process. So Helen, you are someone who was working for a company that had a look at the existing model and thought, hmm, we can do better than this, I think. Is that correct? That's exactly it, Brefni. Thank you, by the way, for having me on your podcast. Uh, it's very nice of you to ask uh, me on. So, yeah, um, I think you you uh, mentioned a point there about skipping time and, and all that. And I think that's the kind of a key element of why we set up Auctioneera. Um, we felt that there could be number of efficiencies brought to bear to the whole process mm-hmm. of buying and selling a, a property for people. So we felt that it was really an industry that, that needed an inject an injection of transparency and obviously as well um, a fairer price as you said as well the percentage of the sales price element okay. uh, we're, we're very different to that in that we're a fixed price estate agency. So yeah as well you just mentioned that we're an online estate agency we're not really an online only estate agency in that like we, we do take offers over the phone and online we don't want people to be kind of frightened off by us being online only um, you know just to, to point that part out. Sure, absolutely. So can I just rewind a little bit? And am I right in thinking, Helen, that auctioneera.ie was set up in 2018 or was it a little bit before then? Yeah, absolutely. So we've gone, we went live in August of 2018, but I suppose like any startup, there's a lot of development and strategy uh, that needs to be done before you actually go to market. So there was probably another maybe 12 months on top of that designing the website, talking things through about strategy and how we wanted it to look and how Mm -hmm. to bring those efficiencies to the market. Because uh, as you said, you know, as you outlined, it's not, it, it needed to be streamlined, it needed to be made more efficient. So we had to plan, obviously, accordingly. So things like that don't just happen. So oh. while we did only go live in August of last year, it's been in the planning for a lot longer than that as well. Yeah, sure. So at some point there was a, a glass of wine had or a cup of coffee had or an inspirational <laughs> moment where, where a group of you came together and said, right we're gonna do this and can i just ask you the group of you who is behind it sure yeah so basically um behind auctioneer.ie's myself um and my colleague my co-founder eddie o'driscoll and also our other colleague glenn henley so eddie and i come from a marketing and it background so that's i suppose our skill set and then glenn uh, who i would have been acquainted with number of years he's a qualified estate agent so i suppose the fusion of all those things uh came 
to auctioneer, which I suppose kind of, you know, with our name, it's a fusion of the words auctioneer and era relating to the dawn of a new era in a state agency. So, you know, okay. real, uh, and I think we've brought that to bear in our logo as well. So it's all about, you know, uh, colour and freshness and, and all that to the industry. So um, okay. that's how it started. Very good. So, so did you and Eddie have a pint and decide, right, we're going to do this and you had to find an estate agent or did an estate agent come to you or how did, it, how did that bit work? Yeah, yeah. No, I suppose I, I knew Glenn over a number of years and obviously knew that he worked in the industry. He's a long time in the industry. He's got a huge yeah. amount of experience with a lot of different companies and uh, he's very knowledgeable on that. So, you know, we knew that we knew what our um, strong points were. We knew what our strong points are and we knew what Glenn could bring to the table. And mm. so those things came together to, to form auctioneer. Obviously, we're, you know, fully regulated and we... Yeah. we we need a license for that so you know yeah. you need to have a, an agent part of that so um yeah the, the whole thing came together you, you obviously you need your your license to to mm. operate in this business which uh, is where it comes in there okay so so you've got together in probably 2017 and you decide we're going to do this mm -hmm. so did you look abroad to other models of how is estate yeah. agent worked or did you take inspiration from somewhere i'm thinking yeah of yeah absolutely yeah i suppose i suppose you you're aware of of situation in the uk which is quite different because i suppose their industry isn't regulated but the the uk public have have totally embraced the fixed price model um obviously the the market leader there is purple bricks uh, but there's other um there's other companies that are there like doorsteps and so on as many uh, in that niche that are competing for the fixed price or hybrid agency as, as you called it and in the UK I think it's more than 20% or 30% of the actual overall estate agency market is is right. that now you know but right, as much as that wow. yeah 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 I think it is and growing um, mm. but here in Ireland we we have our regulators so you know that's a good thing really I think for for all parties to buying and selling a property to have a regulator but you know I think that we even feel it you know we're, we're being welcomed with open arms I think people are waking up to the fact that they don't need to be selling uh, or, sorry excuse me they don't need to be paying a percentage of the sales price to an agent in order to sell their property so I think that um, they, they welcome this this new fixed price model okay so let's just say then let's just take it I, I'm here in Dublin and I am someone who's interested in selling my house mm. and typically I'm I might pick up the phone to an agent whose sign I've seen in the local neighborhood and I might pick up the phone to someone who a friend has recommended. And then let's just say I am an early adopter and I'm happy to pick up the phone to someone who's doing something new, e.g. you. Mm -hmm. So firstly, do I pick up the phone to you? Do you have a phone line people can phone or are you... Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. To be honest, Brefany, we the only difference between us and a traditional estate agent is the price. Um, okay. We do everything that a traditional estate agent does, and sometimes, to be honest, even more because you could go on to after my home right now, and you could probably find a listing that doesn't have two D floor plans, for example, uh, yeah. or even furthermore, I was disappointed to see yesterday, or even just yesterday, saw a listing for a property where the photographs you know were clearly taken on a phone and they were even actually on once they were on their side they weren't even 
put in the right uh, oh yeah way. yes it's, it's yeah. actually really kind of, you know, we take um, selling of the property really seriously because, you know, it's, it is a huge responsibility. You're talking hundreds of thousands of euro are at stake for people. So, you know, it's, it's important to take it seriously. OK, well, so let's just say, Helen, I pick up the phone to you. So I do phone you up and I say, I have 24 Beach Lawn Drive for sale. Um, will you come out and value it? Because that's what I'd say to everyone else. So is that something you do? Do you come out to the house and? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. We have uh, value we, our agent, we set up an appointment. It's, it's a very streamlined process. Yeah. So someone calls up, we literally discuss their details of their property, take, take some notes. We arrange an appointment with, with our agent. One of our agents will go out then and meet them and obviously assess the property, um, you know, take a walk through, discuss. Yep the needs of, of the client because you know it's really important people need reassurance about the process that you're going mm-hmm. to do a good job and so on so yes so it's an actual estate agent to go absolutely out. absolutely Perfect. okay so the estate agent goes out and i'm thinking that's fine this guy from auctioneer or this woman from auctioneer mm-hmm. seems fine i'm going to appoint them um typically an estate agent will be saying, and we'll charge you somewhere between one and one and a half percent of the sale price. Mm-hmm. So what will you be saying to me? Sure. So it's, it's quite simple. Our, our fixed price is 1,299 euro plus VAT. The VAT rate is 23%. So okay. if, 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 as you said, the example, we're out at your house, we'll explain to you that if, if you're happy to proceed, mm-hmm. uh, we have to follow certain lines as part of our regulatory. So you sign what's known as the letter of engagement, which is in yeah. effect contract that that the the industry has to follow and then you also um pay an upfront fee of 299 euro plus okay 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 so if i was selling with another agent Mm -hmm. i would be signing my letter of engagement that's Mm -hmm. all perfect Um, and the other agent will be we will have negotiated a percentage rate let's say one percent sure the chances are, if it's one of the big agents, they'll also be charging me a marketing fee to take exactly, the cash, exactly. Yes. So, um, will you be charging me a marketing fee? No, no, to that? no, absolutely not. There's, and again, we always go, always go back to the whole transparency. So, yeah. um, it, 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 there's no extras. Okay, so say, it's twelve ninety nine plus that. Yes, yes, exactly. No yeah. The okay. upfront fee comes out of the overall fee at the end. So mm-hmm. it's, um, it, no outlays or marketing fees. Uh, depends on, on what uh, the estate agent calls it. But we don't have any extras. Absolutely okay. not. Now, in saying that, Prefney, if you wanted to maybe, um, you know, have a featured listing or a sponsored listing on that, yeah. you know, people sometimes do choose to do that as an addition. Yeah. We can obviously facilitate that, but okay. that's entirely up to, to the individual. Um, okay. You know, so but okay. no extras. Yeah. So that's grand. So there's no extras. I've paid you my 299. Then what happens? Do you take photographs of the house or do I take both? No, no, absolutely not. A huge part of our, our process is, is the importance we place on, on the photography. So from even the outset, uh, when you sign a letter of engagement, mm-hmm. Even at that stage, we just believe it's so important to advise the client on how to prepare the property. Because mm-hmm. sometimes clients need that little bit of advice mm-hmm. on how to stage the property for for photographs even. You know, sometimes they sure. skip to the viewings or whatever and they forget 
to set up, you know, the staging of the property for the photographs because the mm. photographs are the very first point uh, that you're going to um, showcase your property. So, so typically, we, Helen, do you find that there are certain things like if what are the top three things you think that in general people might need to be told when it comes to getting their property ready to photograph? Yeah, it's a, it's a really good question. Um, they, they just need some bit of guidance. And while it might even sound very simple, you know, mm -hmm. just even, you know, decluttering some counter space or tabletops mm -hmm. and just adding um, a vase with some flowers or, mm -hmm. you know, simple things like making beds, mm -hmm. uh, you know, they all matter, they all count, they all will help to showcase the property um, in a better way. Uh, okay. So our, um, we- Decluttering, flowers, Make yeah. the beds properly. <laughs> yeah, and it, it sounds it sounds really simple, but even just those key points, yeah, such a vast difference. Because mm -hmm. you know, even if you go so far as to iron the bed sheets and the duvet covers, mm. it really does show up in, in the mm -hmm. photographs and just clear away um, coats and stuff from coat racks. It all really does make a difference because the more decluttering you can do, the clearer it, it's a more of a blank canvas for people and they can picture themselves in that property you know yeah. and, and maybe just go that step further and actually uh, attend a viewing then so that's okay. what you need to do the okay so property. thank you so okay so we've got our we've given them some good sound advice about getting the property ready in terms mm -hmm. of photographs does the agent take the photographs no or? absolutely not absolutely no. not so we have um, a number of property uh, photography specialists mm -hmm. and to be honest, the feedback we get from, about them is excellent. Mm -hmm. uh, anyone can check our reviews and yeah. comment on our photography and the, they know exactly what they're doing. They know little things like, you know, turning on lights and so on mm -hmm. and, you know, they can't really tidy the property for. No, for, there isn't enough time. It takes exactly. a lot of time just yeah. to set up the shots. Agreed. Exactly. So, but they know how to do. And, and I think it's really important that they have that experience of property photography. And you mm. know, also like little things like showcasing the outside of the property or if there is a nice green area to the front of the property. Mm -hmm. You know, we always take account of that too. Okay, so to give a sense of the place. Okay, mm. so you've got a someone who's a good photographer or who's specialised in it comes to take mm -hmm. the photographs. Now, how about the viewings? How do does that work? Do you always do open viewings, or can you do viewings by appointment, or is it a combination? Yeah, good question. Yeah, the viewings uh, we do find that uh, the open viewings model works best for right. our clients. Mm -hmm. I suppose just by the nature of most people are working Monday to Friday, nine mm -hmm. to five. So Saturdays are, mm -hmm. are our days for viewings. So we, we okay. start them typically from eleven and eleven in the morning. Uh, yeah. And generally, the latest would be, you know, up to maybe four or four p.m. But um, we we find that the majority of people can make those viewings, and if they can't, mm -hmm. they'll be able to make the following Saturday. So, for example, they might be on holiday and so on. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can't make this Saturday's viewing, and we'd say there's no problem. There'll be a viewing next week. You can come along. Now, to you know, if someone is absolutely adamant look I work weekends I absolutely cannot make any weekends I'm really interested in this property yeah we, of course will facilitate that okay like our fee crucially the fee of 1299 euro plus fat 
includes the hosting of viewings. So that's mm. really important. And we actually can cover up to 30 viewings for that fee. So Three zero. That's good to have a number on Yeah, exactly. And people are, are you know, uh, comforted by that fact. So yeah. absolutely, if someone wants to do a viewing of a property and they cannot make it on a Saturday, it's very unusual, to be honest, for that to happen. Mm. But okay. we can absolutely facilitate that. Mm -hmm. Helen, I, I skipped over a bit there actually, and it is quite a crucial bit at the point where the agent goes out to um, the house to value the property. And I know, having been the agent myself, that going out to value the property can be a delicate enough conversation because sometimes clients have unrealistic expectations of what their the property is worth. Sometimes they don't, but sometimes they do. So your agent, when they go out to value the property, do they bring comparable evidence or or in, in your experience do your agents tend to find that vendors are realistic or how does that conversation go yeah it's a really good point uh, we we do uh, desk based uh, research before yeah. we go to meet our um, vendors yeah. so so the agent is fully versed on comparables you know it's really important but as you said the discussion about the asking price at times it can be sensitive and like you said sometimes some vendors do have an unrealistic um, asking price in mind so it's about educating the vendor and making them realize that they, they have to they, they, they should, I mean, we can't force a vendor, obviously, and we take on board their comments. Mm -hmm. It's really important, you know, I suppose in, in a market, you know, in today's market, to set a realistic asking price because it's all about gener generating interest in the property. You just want to get those interested parties in. But if you set too high an asking price, mm -hmm. our agents will obviously discuss this with, with vendors. And they will tell them that, look, if you set to, to an unrealistic um, asking price, you're going to scare people off. So it's about getting the interest in there by setting a realistic asking price. But our agents would discuss that with our vendors at the outset and, and come up with something that everyone's happy with. Right. And on that... Um Oh, it just gone out of my mind what I was going to say about the asking price. Yes, in your experience, um, the, of the properties that you've sold compared to the asking prices that you've asked, I know you, you're only getting established, so you probably don't have a really good sense of it, but have you a sense that in general your properties that you're selling are going for over the asking price or the asking price? Are you getting it right, do you think? Or yeah, I think I think we are. I think we are. It, it really does vary. Um, it really mm. vary. But sometimes, um, I don't know if you saw on our website, we have a, a deadline for offers countdown. Mm. So we have a process which I think is very fair and yeah. for all parties, for the buyer and for the seller. That if someone offers the asking price mm -hmm. of a property mm -hmm. uh, immediately, there is a timer, a deadline for offers applied. Mm. 15 days from that date that the asking price has been offered. Mm. Saying that at least if someone is willing to offer the asking price, that they have clarity as to when the process will end. Yeah, I think that's, I agree with you. I think that's an excellent idea. So basically when you've got your asking price on the property, it triggers a two week deadline exactly. for bidding. Yeah, I think that I actually think that is an excellent plan for everyone. It really and, is. And, and the feedback, that's the feedback really about that has been really, really good from both yeah. sides, from the yeah. buyers 
happen. But what my point is, is that sometimes then it actually ends up being, um, there's a bit of flurry at the end of the process. Yes. So yes. it can go a bit over the asking. So, but I mean, once the vendor has reached their asking, they're effectively happy. See, sometimes in Ireland, I suppose people like putting in low ball offers and mm -hmm. so on. So mm -hmm. uh, at least this way, it's an, you know, it's an incentive to offer the asking. So everyone is happy. Yeah. Gets the buyer gets kind of cl gets clarity on when the process is going to end, because yeah. it's unnerving to offer you know this amount of money and not know you know we get a lot of that you know people ringing up and they're unsure what's going to happen. We say oh if you offer the asking there'll be an automatic deadline for offers mm -hmm. uh, applied to the property. So it's 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 all positive for for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, I can really see that that is a really positive thing, for, especially for buyers and to some extent for sellers, because it's a bit of a nail biting process. It really is. Okay. So you've been out, you valued the property, we've got it on the market with decent uh, photographs. I, you mentioned floor plans earlier, you always Absolutely. do floor plans, do you? Always, always do floor okay. plans, yes, yes. Okay, so the floor plans are up, it's listed as usual on My Home and Daft, so that's yeah. the same as every other agent. Exactly. If people want to view it, you're telling me that in general it's by open viewing on a Saturday and they are clearly marked on My Home and Daft. Are they the open views? Absolutely. They're, okay. they're updated and on our website as well. And I crucially and I as well, Brefni, all the offers that are made are updated on our website. So any current offers made on mm -hmm. any properties are live on our website. Too. So it's, it's available okay. for anyone to check back to see if there's an offer on the asking. So sometimes we get phone calls saying uh, or emails saying what is there any current offers and you know we'll just explain that look yes there is a current offer or no there's no offers but just to let you know that you can always check back on our website for that individual property and you see if there's any live updates in terms of offers okay so say i am interested in buying this house 24 beach lawn drive and i go and i am a let's say I'm a cash buyer mm -hmm. and um, I go, and let's say it's asking 350,000 and I go on to the auctioneer website, I register, I say when I register that I'm a cash buyer, do you look for proof of funds at this point or am I bidding without you having seen proof of funds? We don't ask for proof of funds at that okay. stage. Now, as you said, uh, when people register on the site, they they are asked to uh, indicate their financial status, so mm -hmm. the vendor will know their status. That's all. You know, it's it's only available information for the vendor, but the vendor yeah. will know that. Yeah. Um, we don't look for proof of funds at that stage. We obviously do look for proof of funds at the end of the process, but. Yeah. I suppose maybe what you're getting at is in terms of the the, the the legitimate offers and are people being legitimate. So how we how we contract that is we you can only make an offer on our website or even over the phone if you have a property ID. And how you get that property ID is by attending a viewing. So it's not like anyone yeah. can just go and make an offer on our website. You have oh, yeah. to have the property ID. So you'll only yeah. get that property ID if you show up at the open viewing on a Saturday. Okay. Very interesting. This is really fascinating. Okay, um, so so I am bidding on this now, and let's say I'm putting in the asking price of three hundred and fifty thousand. This triggers the system then that my bidding days are numbered uh, and for the next fifteen days. Yeah. That's and um, so if someone else puts a bid, will I see whether I'm bidding against a cash buyer 
or a subject to loan buyer or a subject to sale buyer, will it be clear who I'm bidding no, against no. or will I just see no? Okay. No, it, it won't. No, in saying mm -hmm. that, if you if you phone us up and, and ask that question, we were not, it's really, really, I suppose, uh, we do hold the whole transparency thing very, mm. uh, we do hold it very importantly. So if someone, you know, asks us, we, we're not going to hold it back. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, we understand that people, they just want to buy a property. They're really interested in it, and yeah. to know. And sometimes they need uh, reassurance about things. Yeah, because a lot of these people are actually first-time buyers as well, and yeah. they don't—they're not familiar with the process. So yeah. uh, sometimes they're unsure, so they might call up and ask, and so on. So we were totally open about things like that. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, Okay, so to that extent, then we're bidding. We've got as much information available to us as we would have if we were bidding through a, a, another type of agent. Mm -hmm. and, and we have a phone number to dial and we can see the timing. And we can see if, let's just say, for example, there are three parties bidding. Will I be able to tell that party one bid on such a day and that party one is bidding again? Will I? see that yeah. or will it just uh, yeah. be so what happens is when you register on our site you obviously register with your email so it's very much all about email updates so even just going back to even when you attended the viewing if you had a question at the viewing yeah you, you maybe you wanted to know um where the boiler is or something like that or yeah has some have you got documentation about the ber cert i'd like to see the ber cert mm -hmm. certificate itself we, we can put that into our system and probably by the time you get home from that viewing, you'll mm -hmm. probably have the documentation sent through from our vendor because the email, it, it's sent directly to the vendor. The vendor can send that directly uh, to you because we have your email address. So it's really instant, really efficient. But also mm -hmm. in terms of the, the bidding process, if you made an offer today, mm -hmm. and let's just say party number two makes an offer mm -hmm an hour later you mm -hmm. get an update saying you are no longer the highest bidder yeah uh, the, the, the new highest offer is x amount so you're kept okay. totally there's no um there's no part of the process that sure informed i guess i thank you and i guess my question really is if i'm looking online at the bidding platform and i'm party number one mm -hmm. will i be able to see that there's Will I be able to see how many bidders are in the bidding? As in, are there five different bidders no, each with one you bid, you or are there two bidders each with no, maybe? You, no, you wouldn't be able to tell that from just okay from the platform. I need to know that. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, okay. If you really wanted to know, yes, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's grand. Um, okay, so I'm trying to think what's missing. If there's anything missing, out of the whole thing. Um, <laughs> So let's say I'm successful on my bid on 24 Beach Lawn Drive. I've had to bid a little bit extra and now I'm up at 360 and I'm cash and I am the highest bidder. The 15 days have elapsed. What happens next then? Okay, so then the deadline expires. And so everyone who's been making a bid gets the gets. The fact, you know, gets the email saying the deadline has now expired. You are the, the highest bidder. Please now mm -hmm. submit your proof of funds. And we explain exactly what proof of funds means because, again, yeah. sometimes you have people yeah. who are new to this process, uh, first time buyers and so on, and they don't understand what, a, what proof of funds means. Yeah. So we explain that in full and they send in the proof of funds. And from there, our agents will assess. Um, their proof of funds, you know, obviously they have to check yeah. that everything is, is 
okay. Um, yeah. The vendor is kept up to date, uh, uh, you know, throughout this process saying, you know, yeah. look, bear with us while we verify the proof of funds and so on. Uh, and so, you know, we want to move the process very swiftly. So, you know, we're happy to move to say agreed once we verify the proof of funds so that that's the next step in the process is taking a booking mm -hmm. deposit. And so all parties throughout this stage are, are kept informed and uh, we take a booking deposit, which obviously goes to our client funds account, which is very yeah. important part of our regulator. Yeah. So, yeah, mm -hmm. so everyone, it's, you know, it's a, it's a, everyone wants to move towards the sale agreed, but it's just yeah. about, you know, verifying all the documentation and so on. Okay, so we've moved. I've sent you in my bank account statement, which is nicely showing me to be in funds to the tune of 360,000. You're happy with that. I give you my solicitor's details and then do you write out to my solicitor and to me confirming that we're... Absolutely, absolutely. So, I mean, it's like every other traditional estate agent, you know, yeah. agents will complete the sales advice notes and, and do all that documentation and, and send it off to the solicitor and complete the details about the vendor's solicitor and the buyer's solicitor and so on. And uh, yeah, that's all moved along and that all those okay. that process is followed. Okay, fantastic. And the one thing I didn't mention, but I see it here on your website, I'm looking at it as I'm talking to you, Helen, you do put up a sale sign outside the property. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like our fee of €1,299 Euro plus that includes the professional photography, the 2D floor plans, the listings on Daft and on my home for a sale sign viewings and also the vendor dashboard that I mentioned that you would have access to once you sign up to us, uh, sign mm -hmm. up as a client. Right. So then if I'm, a, if I'm selling this house and I'm making my 360000 if I was paying a traditional estate agent, I'd be paying them probably 1%. That's roughly the tip. Yeah, at least. It I'd be paying 3600 yeah. And I may also, depending on the size of the agent I'm dealing with, be paying them a bit extra for marketing. Exactly. So it's very exactly. possible that my bill to that agent would be somewhere between 3,600 and 4,000. Yes, and, and on the flip side, if, if, if you were with us and your property was valued at 350,000, your estimated savings would be almost 5,500. So that's, uh, that's a key. Well, I'd be paying you, say, 1,598 in total. Exactly. So I'm taking all of that into account. There's actually a really handy um, slider there on our homepage so that you can mm -hmm. put uh, the details and it will it'll show you what your estimated savings are if you go yeah. to our homepage there. Yeah, I'm on it now. Yeah. Yeah. And you can actually use that slider and it'll indicate what the estimated savings are. And in fact, we're we're closing on um, we're closing on um, total value of sale agreed property sold of nearly six million um, euro. Um, so it's really exciting. So basically, we're we're after saving uh, clients almost eighty thousand euro or over eighty thousand euro. So we're really proud of that. Yeah, and honestly. I'm just kind of trying to figure out how you make any money out of this, but I know you've come up with some figure based on some calculations that you're doing. But I have to say, you know, on the face of it, it certainly looks like a very good deal and one to consider for anyone who's thinking of selling their house. So, Helen, I'm really grateful to you for talking me through it. And is there anything else that you'd like to add or have we covered most things? 
I think we've covered most things, you know, I hope people can see that, you know, auctioneer.ie is here to, to offer an open and competitive and transparent process for, for all parties to, to selling and buying a, a property. Mm. Actually, just covering all things, I'm just looking at your website and I see here, we cover all of Ireland. That's probably one thing I didn't to ask you, which is, are you nationwide? And it sounds like you are. Yeah, well, the hope is that we, we eventually will cover the whole of the country, but obviously, um, you know, we have to start somewhere and we're, we've got Dublin covered and we've Cork covered and we, we do offer our service throughout the country mm -hmm. uh, on an assisted sale basis. So what that means is that, um, you know, in parts of the country, like, for example, we have a property, a lovely property in Galway. Um, mm -hmm where we list it, we take beautiful photographs, um, but we just, we don't host the viewings, but people are being really receptive also to that offering because um, okay. they, they're, they're happy with the price, to be honest, and we provide everything that they need, all the tools that they need to sell their property. So um, we, we do have that assisted sale model for people uh, around okay. the rest of the so country. they do the viewings themselves then, exactly, is that right? Exactly, yeah. that's exactly it. So right now you're live in Dublin and Cork, is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And we're very expecting good. very rapidly, we're actually in yeah. process recruiting another agent uh, in Cork, so it's all okay. very positive, definitely, yeah. Very good. Well, congratulations on getting yourselves up and running, and um, thank you, and I wish you the best of luck. And thanks very much for talking me through the whole thing, Helen. That's been really, really interesting. I'm glad to get to the bottom of what Auctioneer is about. I've been seeing your signs and wondering. So fantastic. Now fantastic, Rafni. Thank you very much for having me on your podcast today. A great pleasure. Cheerio.